Welcome to Londus for the Learned. Do you love getting into the Londus and Yesodus of a sugya? Would you love to delve into some of the fascinating practical questions in the postgame? If the answer is yes, this podcast is for you. So today we want to take a look at the very fascinating halacha of Ger Shenis Gayer, Kekoton Shenola Domi, that when a person converts, it's as if he's a newborn child. Um, we want to know where exactly this halacha applies, what is the source of the halacha, and what is the understanding of the halacha. So let's take, firstly, a case where, which is unanimously agreed on in the Gemara and in the Poskim, where we do say that the convert is like a newborn child, and that is when it comes to aroyas, which means, for example, if a convert converts, um, as does a relative of his, they, he would be permitted on, by Torah law to marry that relative because they are considered newly born and not related to each other. So let's firstly try and understand what is the geder of this din. Um, the Rambam in Pirush HaMishnayis, in Mesechus Demai, Perek Vov Mishnah Yud, has a very interesting Loshan, and he's explaining there why a ger does not inherit his father um, on a Torah level, even though a non-Jew inherits his father. If the son converts, he will not inherit his father. And he says there, Which seems to mean the das, the religion, the law, the law of the Torah, makes a differentiation between them. One of them is a non-Jew and one of them is a Jew, and they're in a totally different category now. So it's not 100% clear to me exactly what the Rambam is uh, saying, but that is the Loshan of the Rambam. The Levush in his commentary at the beginning of Simon Reish Samachtes in Yeradea, he writes the following. He says, Omru Chazal, Hadas Noisein, Sheger HaMiskayer Mekabel Olov Ol Torah V'Hamitzvah Omalchus Shemayim, Vaday Nisare Olov Ruach Memorim Ruach Chodosh Ruach Kadisha Nishmasa Chadata V'Nase Ish Acher Ukeilu Noitzar V'Noilad Bo Boyom Dami. Which in short means, uh, when a person converts and he accepts upon himself the Torah and mitzvahs, he receives this special neshama and he becomes a totally new person as if he is being created and born on that day. And he continues there and says, His previous life is, so to speak, uh, disregarded. And any relatives he had as a non-Jew are not considered relatives anymore. Enom asurim olov, and therefore any relatives which the Torah considers forbidden will not be forbidden to him. That is the understanding of the Lavush. So the Rambam had this interesting lotion that the Das, the religion, the laws of the Torah are Mavdil, create this separation between them. And the Lavush seems to be saying that it's the idea of the Neshama Yaseira turns him into a new person, and therefore he's not um, related to any previous relatives. The Ramchal in the Derech Hashem. In Chelek Beis Perek Dalad, he discusses what is the concept of Geras, and he explains there that Klal Yisrael is really, we view the nations, as well as Klal Yisrael, as different trees, different certain root nations, and trees which then, and branches of that tree. And it's the tree of Avraham Avinu, which was chosen and elevated over and above all the other nations, which are like, so to speak, the trees of the different nations, and that is going to be the special elevated status of Klal Yisrael. And Geirus is the concept that a non-Jew can come and even though he's a branch of a different tree 
and be connected, be grafted on to the tree of Avraham Avinu and thereby join the Bnei Israel. So with this understanding of the Ramchal, maybe we can understand what it means, because when he's on the previous tree, he's a branch of the previous tree, he's connected closely to the other branches around him, which are the close relatives, which are the Krovim. But once his branch has been moved over and been grafted into Klal Yisrael, into the tree of Avraham Avinu, so therefore now he's not related to those branches on the previous tree, so to speak. He's now connected to the new tree and as if he's been born anew. So just to summarize, we saw the Loshan of the Rambam that once the person converts, the Das, the religion of the Torah, is mafred, separates between him and the previous relatives. We've seen the explanation of the Levush, that it's the new Neshama which turns him into a new person. And according to the understanding of the Ramchal, it could be the fact that he's moving over from being connected to the tree of the Umosa Olam to the tree of Avraham Avinu means he's disconnected to any previous relatives. The next question is, what is the source for this halacha? Where do we find this in the Torah? The Chassam Sofer, in the, his Chidushim to Masech HaSavod Zara, Tav Samach Talad Omed Aleph, Tiv HaMaschil, Ikilu Be'Rabonon, says very interestingly, he says, Yogati Harbe Veloi Motsosi. I've searched a lot and have not found a source. Menole L'Rabonon Ha Tebekotan Shenoilad Shemutur this concept of he's permitted to his relatives, I haven't found a source for it in the Torah. He does then quote a couple of options. Uh, one of them, which is actually suggested by the Sefer Kiryas Sefer um, in Yeradeya, which is from the parasha of Gezel Hager, um, because the Torah tells us there, in, uh, it's in Bamidba Perakei, in, in Parashas Nasa, talks about um, a person who steals and then makes a false shavua, uh, denying it, and then he admits afterwards. So the halacha is he has to pay back and he has to also bring a korban and pay an extra fifth. And the Torah then, Parshas Noso, is talking about what if there is the person he stole from has passed away and has not left any relatives. Who does he pay to? And the Torah says, okay, so he can pay this to the to the Kohen instead. So the Gemara in... Bavakama Daf Kufteh Samad Aleph says, "Who's a person who doesn't have any relatives? I mean, everyone in Klali Israel have some, has some relatives. You know, go back to Avraham, go back to Avraham Avinu. At some point, you can find a relative." So says the Gemara. It's talking about a ger, uh, because a ger shenisgayer kekotan shenel adomi. That's the understanding. It's as if he's been born and therefore he doesn't have any relatives, and therefore that's who we're talking about. If you steal from a ger, person steals from a ger. And he makes the Shavua, and then he admits when the Gera has passed away, so then you give the money to the coin. So says the Kiryas Sefer, that seems to be a good proof for this concept. We see the Torah recognizes as someone without any relatives. Oh, Gershon is Kaya, But the Chassam Sefer there says that, no, if that was the only Parsha we had, uh, you could be Docha that. It could be that that Parsha is talking about an Asufi or a Shasuki, someone, a child who you don't know who their parents are, so you don't know any relatives. Uh, so what do you do? You give the money to the Kohen in that scenario. Or another case, he says it could be it could be talking about an Eved. And it's clear-cut with an Eved who converts. For sure he's considered uh, that he didn't have any relatives because an Eved, Chazal Darshan is previously, talking about an Eved Kanani, is previously like a, in a status like a Hamar. And then afterwards he converts, he's, he's Israel. So it could be talking about an Eved specifically and therefore you don't have a proof uh, definitively, that a Gershon is Gayer is Kakotan Shanoladom. He's not considered 
related at all to previous relatives. The Chassam Sofa also suggests that maybe you could bring a proof from the halacha regarding Tumas Mace. According to one opinion, a Goya non-Jew who passes away is not Matame Ba'ohel. There's no Tumas Ohel because there's a Drosha Odom. Odom Kiyomas Ba'ohel, which is reference to uh, specifically to Klal Yisrael. So therefore, if you say he originally wasn't in the status of Odom, and afterwards he was Megaya, now became in, into the status of Odom, that's upon him Chadoshos, he's not uh, related to anyone beforehand. But the Chassam Sofer says it's a Dochak to be able to prove this Halacha um, regarding who a Ger can marry from, from this uh, Din regarding Tumas Mace. And number two, this whole idea of whether a non-Jew is metame ba'ohel, is a machlukas tanoim. So according to the opinion that they are metame ba'ohel, then of course uh, you don't have this source either. So he leaves it b'tzorich i'en godol. Presumably the chasm sofa really understands that maybe this was a halacha, halacha lemoshe messinai, handed down, gerish neskayek, a cotton shenoila domi, and there's no definitive uh, proof in the Torah. There are some who suggest other sources. The Kiryas Sefer, we said, wants to bring a raya from the parasha of Gezel Hagar, that, uh, like the Gemara says, that odam the, the Gemara says that's talking about a ger. We mentioned how the Chassam Sofa wanted to be docha that as a definitive proof. The Ritva in Yevomus, Daf Memches Ahmed Beis, there, uh, in the name of his B'Shem Rabbi, which is in the name of the Ra'ah, he wants to learn there that the Posak the Gemara brings, Rabbi Avohu brings there in the Gemara. Which is Yishalem Hashem Pa'alecha Vatahim Askrutech Shalema Me'im Hashem Alekei Yisrael. You should be rewarded, Rus is told. Ashebos Tachas Kenofa. That you've come and you've entered Tachas Kamfei Hashchino. So Rashi there explains that that posak is being brought in the Gemara to show how because she came quickly. Uh, to be Megaya very quickly and didn't delay, so therefore she'll be rewarded for not delaying. But the Ritva quotes the Ra'ah, who explains that the Drosha is, Asher Boaz, Tachas Kamfet Kanofav, you've entered, which means that you've come now, Boaz La'olam Hayem, you've come to the world now, this is a proof for the concept of Gersh Neskaya Kekotin Shanel Adami, Asher Boaz, you've come now, you've been created only now in the world. So according to the Ra'ah, there is a source, at least in the Divrei Kabbalah, in the Megillas Rus, for such a concept. There's an interesting Balhaturim, who at least brings a, a hint for this halacha. This is in Devarim, Perek Chof Dalad, Posek Yudzayin, where the Posek says, Loisate Mishpat Ger Yosem. And you'd expect it to say, Loisate Mishpat Ger V'yosem. So it says the Balhaturim, it says Ger Yosem, um, to tell you that every ger is really like a yosem. It's, 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 he's as if he doesn't have any parents. Says the Balaturim loy malacha ger sheneskayer kekoton she noilad domi. So again, that's at least a remez in the Torah for this uh, for this concept. There's a very interesting meshechachma in Parshas Va'eschanan regarding the pasuk shuvu lochem la'ohalechem after matan Torah when Klal Yisrael were told to return back to their to their homes. He explains that it's poshut that many people in Klal Yisrael were married to relatives who were permitted as Bnei Noach, but these relatives were amongst the Aroyos, which are also to uh, Bnei Yisrael. And since, even though, and like we see with Amram, he, he was married to his aunt, to Yechebed, and there were obviously many other cases like that. But nevertheless, um, Hashem still tells Moshe to tell the Jewish people, everyone go back home, go back to your tents, which means to your wives, um, which meant... In essence, they can carry on living with their wives from beforehand. 
Now, how is this permitted if they were arroyos? Obviously, says the Meshachachma, this is a source that Gershon is Gairik a cotton shenel adomi. At Matan Torah, there was a national Gairus, and therefore it was permitted for them to go and uh, carry on living together with their wives because they weren't considered related because Gershon is Gairik a cotton shenel adomi. This understanding of the Meshachachma, however, is debated. The Maharal in the Gur Aryeh, in Bereshis, Perak Memvov, Posuk Yud, understands that at Matan Torah there was not this concept of Gershon Iskayak, Akotan Shonel Adomi, and therefore the, they did remain related to previous relatives. And therefore many people did have to separate from their wives um, after Matan Torah. This would be the understanding of the Posuk in Bamid Ban Balosucha. Um, Perak Yud Aleph Pasuk Yud, where it says, "Vayishma Moshe Esa Om Boichel Mishbachosov," and the Gemara in Shabbos says, "Al Iske Mishbacha," and that's what they were crying about. So the Maharal understands that that means that they, because they were previously able to be married to relatives and they had to separate from their from their wives, that's what they were crying about. That's actually explicit in the Sifri and the Medrash Agoda. That it wasn't just they were crying about new halachas about who they could uh, get married to but they actually had to separate from wives who they were married to uh, prior to Matan Torah. It's interesting, the Meshachachma understands that possibly differently. The Meshachachma understands they were crying about these new halachas, meaning previously they were able to marry these certain relatives, and now they can't. That's what they were crying about. Um, but not that wasn't to say that they actually had to separate, because... Their, their previous wives were the cotton Shanola Domi, they weren't related to, but the Maharal, um, which is really backed up by the Sifri and the Merish Agoda, understands they actually had to separate because at Matan Torah, this rule of Gershon Eskai, Kakotan Shanola Domi, did not apply, they were still related and therefore they had to separate, separate from each other. And the Maharal therefore has the question why was that the case? Surely this was a national Gairus, like we learn the Halachas of Gairus from Klalisral at Matan Torah, why? Uh, why don't we say they were Kakot and Shanola, then they could stay married to their wives? And the Maharal has a Chiddush there, and he explains that the reason is because the Geirus was Baal Korcham. He says that, they were forced to receive the Torah, like Hazal say, and in such a scenario, we don't say Kakot and Shanola Domi. We only say that when someone comes himself, for example, a Goy, uh, and he doesn't have to be Megaya, and he decides himself. Uh, that he wants to join Klal Yisrael, so then he's a Bria Acheres Legamri. But Yisrael Sheyotzim Mitzrayim, since they were Mechuyovim Lekabalat Torah, Hoyu Mechrochim Lezeh, they were forced to Ein Zeh Kekotan Shenoiland. The simple understanding of the Maharal seems to be that this concept of becoming a Kotan Shenoiland is when one chooses to uproot oneself from one's past and to join Klal Yisrael. Uh, but in a scenario where they were forced to convert, so they never uprooted oneself from their previous existence and previous status, then we wouldn't say Kekotin Shanola Domi. According to how he explained from the Ramchal in the Derech Hashem beforehand that Gerus was a concept of the tree of Avraham Avinu, and Gerus is when a branch from another tree is grafted in to the tree of Klal Yisrael, uh, we can ha- perhaps explain why at Matan Torah there was not this concept of Ger Shaniskaya Kekotin Shanola Domi, because becoming a newborn child is when a branch from another tree is grafted into a new tree, so he's not related to the branches of the previous tree. But Klal Yisrael at Matan Torah were not being grafted into another tree. This was the tree of Avraham Avinu. Nothing's being changed 
all members of Klal Yisrael are part of that tree, just this special tree of Avraham Avinu was given the Kedusha of the Torah, was given the Torah and the mitzvahs, but they weren't moved, so to speak, uh, to a, a different entity, and therefore all their previous connections to the other branches and the previous arayos still remained, uh, and therefore we don't have this halacha of Kekot and Shonol Adami. Um, in fact, the Klichemda, when he's explaining the words of the Maharal, um, explains the Maharal slightly differently. He says that when the Maharal says that since they were forced to accept the Torah, so therefore there, there's no halacha of Kekot and Shonolad, the idea is more of a simon. That since they were forced by HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it shows that the roots and the souls of Klal Yisrael were always connected to the Torah. This was their chios, this is their life force, their shayach to the Torah. And this is always something which they were connected to, and therefore it's not shayach to say that they're all their Kekot and Shonola Domi when they come and, uh, and accept the Torah. That's applicable with a Goy, a non-Jew, who separates himself from the Umos Olam and comes to, to join Klal Yisrael. So perhaps the Klechemdo's understanding of the Maharal is similar to what we're saying in the, uh, in the Ramchal, that Klal Yisrael was, it's a different sort of Geirus. They weren't moving from one tree to the other. This was the tree of Avraham Avinu, and they were receiving the Torah, and they were always fitting and cut out for that. So therefore there's no halacha of uh, Kekot and Shanoi Domi. There's one other source I saw quoted by a sefer called Kol Sofer, um, on Demai Oz Kuf Mem, and he quotes the Medrash Rabbah regarding Avraham Avinu. Um, it says Avraham Avinu was, Hashem told him, he's potter from Kibud Avavaim. And he says, why was Avraham, uh, Hashem saying that he was potter from the Kibud Avav Terach? Because this concept of Avraham Avinu was considered a ger, and therefore Kukot and Shonod Adami, and therefore not related to his parents. In the Sefer Paradis Yosef, he says, that um, that's the, could be the understanding where Avraham Avinu is told Ve'escha l'goy gadol Ve'escha, the, the Medrash says Ani oisa oisa bria chadosha Maybe that's the understanding, bria chadosha because he's not related to previous relatives because he's like a ger and ger shenesgayer kekotan shenoi ladomi So just to summarize so far we've discussed this concept of a ger becoming like a newborn child, uh, what could perhaps be the understanding of it. We saw the Rambam who says that it's the Das, it's the laws of the Torah which separate between the convert and any previous relatives. The Levush understood that. No, it's the Neshama which he receives which turns him into a different person. And we explained according to the Ramchal, perhaps the understanding is, is that when his branch is moved and grafted on the new tree of Avraham Avinu, so therefore he's not connected to the previous branches and previous relatives. We then took a look at where could perhaps be the source of this law. The Chasm Sofa uh, was not convinced that there is any source that he could find. Perhaps it's a Halach Lamosha Messina. We saw some who wanted to prove from the parsha of Gezel Hager. The Ritva, according to the Ra'ah, had a source in Divrei Kabbalah in the Posak in Megillas Rus. Uh, the Balhaturim had a remez from the Posak Lesate Mishbot Ger Yosem, and the Meshechochma wanted to prove from the Posak Shuvulachem Laoholechem that they could go back to their wives even though they were married to relatives because after Matan Torah they were like Kekoton She Noladomi. But we saw the Maharal and others based on the Sifri and the Medrash Agoda disagreed with that and said no, at Matan Torah they were not like Kekoton She Noladomi, and therefore they were forbidden to their wives, some people who are married to relatives, and they actually had to separate. And we saw some different explanations of that, either according to the Maharal because it was a Geirus Baal Korcham, or perhaps because the whole Geirus of Klal Yisrael was totally different because the whole nation were now accepting the Torah. It wasn't just an individual uprooting himself 
from his nation and joining Klal Yisrael. Yisrael, rather the whole... Um, so now let's take a look at exactly what areas of halacha does this principle apply to. Because we're going to see that there are certain um, halachas where we don't say the Goyish and is like a newborn child and we uh, diso- disassociate um, from everything uh, which he's done in the past. Uh, and yet in other areas of halachas we say, no, he's a newborn child uh, and he's uh, newly born into the world. So where do we and where do we not say this and where is there a machlokas? So... The first place where we see, as we mentioned earlier, um, is unanimously agreed upon, is regarding the Isra of Arroyos, uh, which means to marry a relative, so meaning a non-Jew um, is related to someone, and they both convert. So on a Torah law, they will be able to marry each other, even though they were related beforehand, because Gershon is Gaikakotishanoladomi. This is brought in the Gemara in Yavamas, Chof Beis Ahmed Aleph, and the Sugya in Yavamas Tzadi Zayin Ahmed Beis. Um, there is no problem of Arayas on a Torah level. Now Rashi in Sanhedrin, Nun Ches Amad Aleph Divar HaMaschil says, when he explains the concept, he says, Kol Gershon Iskayar Kekoton Shanolad Achshav Below Av Ve'em. It's as if he's born now without a father, without a mother, Ukrovim, Domi, as if he's uh, without any relatives. Ve'en Olav Kurva Mekodim, so he has no relationship to the relatives uh, which were previously related to him. Now, it's true that Midrabonon, the Chazal, were goes there on certain relatives that he can't marry. Those were relatives Mitzat Aim on the mother's side, and also possibly one or two relatives on the father's side. But, as we've said, on a Torah level, he would be able to marry anyone, uh, because they are Kekoton Shonola Domi. Now, as is evident from this halacha, this is a, a halacha which is between two people i.e. the Ger and his previous relative, two people. And we say that the previous um, kurva has disappeared and they are newly born, and therefore there is no kurva between them. This seems to be the key to understanding where we apply this halacha to, because as we'll see in several examples, when we're dealing with halachas which are dependent on the relationship between the Ger and his previous relative, this concept that, no, the Ger is not related to this other person that he's having this interaction with. So let's give some examples. It's clear also from the Gemara in Yavama Eschof base regarding Eidos, regarding giving testimony for one to the other. So again, the example would be, let's say you have two brothers who converted. So on a Torah level, they would be able to give testimony one uh, for the other, and they wouldn't be considered krovim uh, because kot- they are considered like koton shenola domi. There is a machlokus in the Gemara there if their testimony can be accepted lechatchila or only b'diavad, but definitely on a Torah level, the edus would be acceptable. And again, so edus is again a it's a testimony for one about the other. There's the relationship between both of them, and we're saying that they are not considered related. Another example is the halachas of avelus. Um, the Rambam says in Hilchas Ovel, Perak Beis, Halacha Gimel, and it's brought in the Shulchan Aruch, Yeradesh, in Ayin Dalet, Halacha Hei, that, and the Lashon of the Shulchan Aruch, Hagershen is Gayer, Hu Ubanov, so a person converts with his children, and there's other examples there as well. Ein Mis Ablin there's no Halacha of Avelis, one for the other. The Kesef Mishnah brings a source for that, and one of the sources he brings is because of this Halacha, the Gershon is Gayer, Kekotn Shanola Domi. Again, this is the Halacha of a relationship. Avelis is when you have two people, and one is being Miss Abel over the other. Another example, the Rambam, Hilchas Mamrim, Perek Hei Halacha Yud Aleph says regarding hitting a parent, Makke Oviv 
hitting a parent, or makalalo, or cursing, so then that is a very severe uh, punishment, chiyav uh, misa. But in this scenario, uh, if we're t- dealing with gerim, that the father and the son converts, they are kakotn shenolad, and therefore the son who treats the father this way would be potter from these punishments. The Rambam says, midrabonon, he still has to treat the father with extra respect, uh, like he like a son would be expected to treat a father. But that is Midra Bonon. Um, but that's Midra Bonon. Min there's no relationship between them, and therefore, Make Ovev Makalo would be Potter. Again, with this is a relationship, clearly a halacha, between the two relatives. Make or Makalo, his father, clearly a relationship between two relatives. Um, another example is the Gemara and Kedushin Dafyud Zayin Ahmed Beis where we, the Gemara talks about that a non-Jew is Yoresh, his father, Min HaTorah. If you have two non-Jews, a father and a son, the son does inherit the father's property. But a Ger is not Yoresh as Aviv. Uh, once he converts, he, won't be, he will not uh, inherit. Rashi brings down, because again, he is Kekot and Shanoil Adomi. Again, Yerusha is also a relationship between two relatives. The property is passing over from one hand to the other. So this category of Halacha, where we're dealing with dinim shenayagim bein zelazeh, which are noyag between two relatives, at no, the, the relationship between them now is not that they're related, because they've been reborn kekoton shenayagim. Now, on the other side of the spectrum, we have halachas, which are only to do with the ger himself, not a relationship between two people at all. And in these cases, it seems to be quite clear that we do not apply this we don't say he's Kakot and Shanoi Ladomi, and we take into account his status and what's happened previously. Uh, now, the obvious example is a Gioras. A Gioras, so she's a, a female convert. She's forbidden to marry a Kohen. She has a halachic status of a Zona, and that is based on the fact that she was a non Jew. We don't say, oh, she's been reborn. She's now just a newly born Neshama into the world, and she's a Jewish person. No, she has a halachic status of a zona based on her previous uh, status. And clearly we're taking that into account with her halachic uh, status. We also have the case of Onshin of Beistin. The Gemara in Sanhedrin, Ayin Aleph Ahmed Beis, uh, brings down, and it comes out from the Gemara there, that if a non-Jew is Chayv Misa, he's a transgressor, as one of the Sheva Mitzvahs B'nei Noach, and he is Chayv Misa, so the fact that he converts will not exempt him from the punishment that he supposed, was supposed to receive, and he will re- still receive that Chayv Misa. Now the Gemara there does say that it depends what Chayv Misa and what Averot it is, because if you have the combination of Nishtane Dinoi and Nishtane Misaso, meaning that had he done this sin now as a Jew, he would be Chayav Misa with a different Misa, so then he would be Potter from the previous punishment. But if it would be the same punishment, uh, whether he did it beforehand or afterwards, there are examples like that, so then the fact that he's converted uh, does not exempt him from the punishment. He will receive the Chayav Misa, and we don't say, oh, well, he's a newborn person into the world, and therefore... He never did that previously, that was someone else. No, he will still receive that. Now, these are halachas which clearly are dependent on, just related to him himself and his halachic status. And also anything related to the mitzias. Uh, we'll also take that into account uh, when he converts. We won't just say uh, he is a newborn person with no relationship at all to the past. Now, Tosis there in Sanhedrin so he asked, Tosus asked there that there seems to be a bit of a contradiction here because the Gemara in Sanhedrin implies that 
uh, unanimously that the Ger, when he converts, he can still receive the Chi of Misa from the previous um, Chet that he's done. But on the other hand, if you take a look at the Gemara in Yavamas, where it's talking about Onshin Bidei Shomayim, there we have a Machlokas, a Machlokas in the Tanaim. Because the Gemara asks there, Why sometimes the Gerim have a very hard time, they have a lot of Yisurim. And the opinion of Rabbi Hanina ben Oisha Rabbi Gamliel is because Shalokimu Sheva Mitzvah Bnei Nach. When they were Bnei Nach, they didn't uh, keep the Mitzvahs properly. So now they're receiving the Yisurim for that once they've converted, once they're Jewish. Now Rabbi Yossi comes along and he disagrees and says, No, Gershon is Gayer, Kukotn Shanoila Domi. Meaning they're like reborn. They're not going to receive the punishment for previous sins that they've done when they were Bnei Nach. And therefore, no, he gives a different reason why a lot of Yisurim come. Maybe because Ein Bekiim Bediktoke Mitzvahs, or there's other reasons um, given in the Gemara there as well. So we see that it's, it's debated um, in the Gemara. Can a Ger, after conversion, will they receive punishments or Yisurim from previous sins? Yet in the Gemara in Sanhedrin, it seems to imply definitely if there's a Chi of Misa beforehand, that will still be applicable to the Ger after the Gerus. So Tosus explains, well, clearly there must be a difference between an Onesh Bidei Shamayim and an Onesh Bidei Beistin. The Onesh Bidei Beistin definitely still uh, can be applicable afterwards. And just regarding Onshin Bidei Shamayim, that's a question. Do we say Ger Shaniskai Kokotan Shanolad and therefore there's a Kapara for any uh, Chiv Bidei Shamayim? Okay, so that is was there. So, okay, Chiyuv and Bidei Shomayim could be a different thing. Maybe there's a Kapara when he converts, but definitely, as we've said, Chiyuv uh, Bidei Beistin seems to be clear from the Sugya that that um, can still apply afterwards. So, to summarize so far, we've had halachas which are clearly, and Dinim, which are clearly bet- the relationship between two different previous relatives. Yes, can they get married? Can they give testimony for each other? Is there Avelus? If a son would hit a father, would there be Yerusha of a son for a father? So regarding all these halachas, we apply the principle, they are not considered related. And on the other side, we've seen that when we're dealing with halachas which are just dependent on him himself, then we do not say this. And we say we do take into account his previous status. Uh, for example, he was over in Avera when he was a goy and he's Chayav Misa. So then that Chayav Misa can still potentially apply afterwards. And of course, the, a, a Gioras who converts is still also to a Kohen and the Din of the Zona we saw. And there are several other examples of that as well. What's debated in the Gemara is very interesting. There seems to be a middle case, a middle bracket between these two categories where we have a machlokas between Reish Lakish and Rabbi Yochanan. These are halachas where we're talking about a din, a halacha on the ger himself. It's not a relationship between the previous relative and him now. It's a din on him himself. But it stems and it depends on a relationship that he had earlier when he was a goy. Meaning to say that these halachas will depend on whether we recognize his previous kurva and relationships that he had when he was a goy, and that will then affect what his halacha is now for himself. So it's not a halacha directly between him and the previous relative, but it's the question is, do we recognize that relationship now? Relationship which will now uh, have the knock-on effect and, and therefore will determine his halacha for certain chiyuvim or certain mitzvahs now. So this machlokas between Rabbi Yochanan and Reish Lakish can be found in two places. Number one in Yavamas, Da'af, Samach Beis Amad Aleph, and also in Bechorah's Memzayin Amad Aleph. Um, the first machlokas between them is regarding the, the chiyuv of Pru'er Avu, 
having children. It says there, The person was a non-Jew and he had children. So Rabbi Yochanan's opinion is, even once he converts, he's been Mekayim the Mitzvah, he's not Chayev, at least now he's not obligated in the midst of Pruravu. And says, because he's had children already. He has had children. Meaning to say, from our standpoint now regarding his Chayev of Pruravu, we will recognize his status previously as a non Jew. He had children and there's still a Yichus to him, and therefore he's Mekai in the midst of Pruravu. Rachel comes along and says, no, he lokiem. He has not fulfilled the mitzvah. He now has a chiyuv of pruravu as a Jew because gerushin is gaya kekodnishen oladami. So here, Rav Yochanan applies the rule of kekodnishen oladami and therefore says, no, we will not connect his status beforehand to now, and therefore he is chayiv in the mitzvah of pruravu. The Gemara says, va'ozu who they go, they argue lishitosam. They have another machlokas, and this is regarding a person again who's had children when he wasn't ovekechavim, and then. He's Niskayer, he converts. So Rabbi Yochanan comes along and says, now, what will be the halacha if he now has, gets married to a Jewish woman, they have children, would his firstborn son have the halacha of a Bechar, that he receives a double portion? Says Rabbi Yochanan, no, ein lo Bechar lenachala. His firstborn son will not get the double portion. And the reason is, says the Gemara, the ha-ha ono, he's already had a firstborn son previously, which means now, his Halacha and his relationship, not between him and that previous son, but him and his new family, there will not be uh, considered a firstborn son because we take into account and we see his previous status. He's had Rashis Oina, and therefore this is not a firstborn son. Rashi Lakish comes along and says, No, with his new Jewish family, Yeshla Bechar the Nachala, the firstborn son is the Bechar, gets a double portion because Gershon is Gaya Kokotan Shanoila Domi. The Ger is like newborn. We're not taking into account his previous children at all, and that yichus he had to them. And therefore, for halachas, moving on now, this is his firstborn child, and he, the child would have the halachic status of a Bukhar. So it seems to be that this category of halacha is somewhere in between the two categories that we talked about above. We said that when we're dealing with the relationship between two people, i.e. the ger and his previous relative, so regarding all those halachas, we do not see them as related and uh, the kakotan shenon adami. When we're dealing with just the ger himself, and chiyuvim which might be on him, no, we do recognize his previous status. We don't just say he's a totally newborn person. Here we seem to have this middle category, where no, these are halachas, not between him and his previous relative, this is between him and now his chiyuv moving onwards of pruravu, or him and the status of his newborn child, is he a bachar or not? But these halachas are dependent on, if we recognize his relationship with his previous relative or not. And uh, that is the area where we seem to have this machlokas. Rabbi Yochanan says we do recognize that previous relationship which he has, and therefore for his own chiyuvim, or for the status of his new children, that would have an effect. Whereas Rish Lakish says, no, we do not recognize that previous relationship at all, and for the halachas moving on now, which he has on himself, he is kekotan shanola domi. So that's one mahalach to categorize uh, where and when we apply this law. And maybe we can understand it a little bit better and the reason why for these categories. Going back again to the understanding of the Ramchal, which we like to go back to in the Derech Hashem, how he understands Geras. If we just remind ourselves, he understands that there's a tree, the tree of Avraham Avinu, which is Klal Yisrael. And there are different trees of the Umas Olam, And Geirus is when a branch 
from a tree of the Umas Olam becomes grafted into the tree of Avraham Avinu. So now we can perhaps understand that Dinim now, once he's grafted into the new tree, his previous relatives are those branches which were around him on his previous tree. Once his branches come off and be grafted into the new tree, so halachas directly between him and the previous relatives are non-applicable. He's not related to them anymore. He's not closely connected to them. He's connected by to, into, the, into the new tree. And therefore, any halachas between him and them, he's permitted to marry them, he can give edus, etc. However, halachas which are just dependent on himself, did he have a chi of misa? What was his status? Well, he is still that branch which he was beforehand. He was a branch taken from a previous tree, put into the new tree, but he's still that same branch. So halachas just dependent on himself, or his status will still apply. If he had a chi of misa beforehand, he would still be chi of misa now. And the area of the machlokas between Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Rokish is, yes, he's now connected onto the new tree. So for his, uh, however, for his chiyuvim moving onwards, can we still recognize where he came from in the past and who he's connected to in the past? And, oh, he did have children in the past, etc. Can that affect now his new halacha, just talking about himself in the future? Do we see where he came from in order to affect his chiyuvim on himself in the future or not? So that is one mahalach in the sugya here. Just want to make mention of the mahalach of the Orach Laner, which is very fascinating. Um, he's taking into account um, a couple of these Gemaras. I'm not sure if he's taking into account all these sugyas, uh, but he has a mahalach which is the following. And he says, uh, as we mentioned before, there's a machlokas uh, in the Tanoim on in Yavamas Memchesam and Beis regarding Onshim Bidei Shamayim. When a ger is, misga- is uh, converts, so we said that the Gemara said, oh, why do gerim have a lot of yisurim? So one opinion was, Rabbi Hanina ben was because oh, they're being punished now, or they're getting yisurim, they're getting kapora for the sheva mitzvah b'nei noach, which they didn't keep properly. And then Rav Yosef comes along and says, no, they, they can't be getting yisurim for that. Ger domi. So says the Orach what's the machlokas there? The machlokas is, is when we say, a ger is kakotin shanola domi. What do we mean? Do we mean he's like a newborn person in the world who has never lived before? He's a new creation, new neshama coming to the world now for the first time. Or no, do we say no? He was a ger and we view him as if he's died and he's come back again as a Gilgal, as a Jew, as a Yisrael. Fascinating. And he says the nafkamina is the following. The idea of Gilgulim, Alpida Arizal, is when an Ashama comes back to the world to be Mesake in certain things that still need a tikkun. So if you view it, a ger as Kakotan Shanelat has never been born before, so that there's no concept of him having to be Mesake in the he didn't keep the Shava Mitzvah Bidei Nach. He he he's totally new now, he's never done that before. Whereas if you say no, Kakotan Shanelat, it's as if he's died and reborn as a Jew, as a Gilgul, so then oh a Gilgul comes to be Masake in the previous, and yeah, he can be getting Yisurim for what happened in the previous Gilgul when he was um, over the Sheva Mitzvah And based on that, the Arachan wants to say, also in the Sugya and Yavama Samach base, the Machlokas between Reish Lokesh and Rabbi Yochanan, maybe they're also arguing about this same thing. Again, what are they arguing about there? If when he was a non-Jew, he had children beforehand. So Rabbi Yochanan says, well, so therefore, he, when he's a Jew, he doesn't have, to, he's, doesn't have the chiyav of pru because he already had children beforehand. And also the next child he has is not going to be the b'char l'nachala. And so explains the Orchan there, Rabbi Yochanan is of the opinion that a cotton shenolad means 
It's as if he dies and has, has then been reborn as a Jew, as a Gilgal. And since the purpose of Gilgulim is to be mesakein and complete everything which he hasn't done the first time round, therefore we recognize what's happened beforehand. And therefore, he's already had children, so he doesn't have the chiv of Pruravu. And similarly, the firstborn son will not have the status of a Bechar. Whereas Reish Lokish comes along and says, No, it's as if he's never been born into the world beforehand. He's a new Neshama in the world, never been here before. And therefore he has to start again. He has to be a Mekayim, all the 613 mitzvahs. And of course he has the Chiva Pruravu, and the first child will then be a Bechar. So a fascinating take uh, on this Machlokas of whether we view the non-Jew as being born from scratch as new or as dying and coming back as a Gilgal and having to be Mesakein, um what was uh, not completed beforehand. Uh, what is the Geder of this concept of Kekot and Shunel Adami? What is the Makar and the source in the Torah? If there is a source in the Torah for this concept and for what exact areas of Halochas do we apply this Din and what do we not? Okay, let's leave it over here.